All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Monday morning. Excited to be here. Um, today we're going to build on balance and meaning. So another part of our harmony series, we're just building on the concept of understanding harmony um, and how it works in life in general, when we can understand how something works, it makes it a lot easier to navigate. So with the concept of harmony, when we're trying to harmonize, we're taking things that are usually opposites and trying to get them to work together, but in their own space and create harmony. So like, it's almost like a blend. So from an interior design space, it's, you know, weaving in the conflict. It's like the checkered of like the black and white or a woven pattern. So when we talk about life itself, a lot of us struggle in the sense of juggling differences, differences, opposites, like family and career, our own wants and needs and what our responsibilities demand of us. Um, and for a lot of us, we'll kind of just lean towards one and we'll give up on the other. And we'll be like, it's okay, I can live without X, Y, and Z. Not realizing that it doesn't have to be one or the other. It's about discovering how to harmonize them because when we create harmony, we are able to balance in itself, right? Balance in itself is taking two opposites also, two things and balancing them on a scale, creating harmony. And it just, it's, it's we're building on something. So that in itself creates life rather than us giving up on our own wants and needs and hopes and dreams, which are the first thing to go as soon as there is stress or demands or anything like that. So that's just a little bit of insight in where we're going today. Um, so we begin as always with taking a couple deep breaths. So I invite you all to get comfortable in yourself. Just notice where you are and how you're feeling. Notice if you can make yourself comfortable, if there's any way to create more support for yourself as we move into this space. And we'll begin with breathing. So softening the shoulders, leaning back into the chair, noticing your spine, noticing your hips. I'm going to pick up this little guy because he's demanding it. No, actually, we'll see. Softening the eyes, relaxing the ears and the eyebrows, tongue at the roof of the mouth. And the goal here is just to begin to return to yourself return to the experience 
it's not about how long you can stay in this space, but we're circling through it as if we're opening a window in the morning. And when we do that, it's about some fresh air coming in and some of that stuffy air going out, and it's a circulation. So as we begin these breaths, we're circling through this experience. So just constantly, the goal is to constantly invite yourself back in with every breath into your, into your space. So we begin tongue at the roof of the mouth, again, gently relaxing the fingertips, and just opening up the chest a little wider, giving yourself that openness and that transparency. And begin to inhale through the nose, begin to fill that space within, inviting yourself into your own existence into your own experience, getting in touch with your nervous system, your thoughts, allowing yourself to fill up completely. Notice how it feels to feel full, full of fresh, fresh oxygen rather than maybe somebody else's experience or somebody else's thoughts and exhale when you're ready. Inhale again, filling that space, taking all the time in the world. Notice how your rib cage expands a lot of times we collapse into our midsection. So just notice if you can lift that. And just be open. Inviting yourself back into this space and softly exhaling when you're ready. When you get to the bottom of the exhale, tighten the core and just blow through your mouth, just allowing any of the residue that might be sitting at the bottom of your belly to release. I'm gonna take one more. So again, inviting yourself into the space just visualizing opening the door and opening a window and just letting yourself in, following your breath into your body. A suggestion, an invitation rather than a demand or a command. So we're inviting. Begin to fill that space. You have permission to feel completely full today, completely relaxed. And just build on that breath, short sips of air and pausing when you need without exhaling, filling, building on that breath until you're completely full. That approach of fullness is key. We make better decisions when we're feeling full. 
we make different decisions when we're feeling full rather than empty or depleted and exhale when you're ready. And then just feel free to situate yourself as needed. And we'll begin. So when we're talking about harmony, there's these two components. They're like opposing, they're opposite, they're different. And in our daily life, for a lot of us, we struggle with finding the harmony between achieving our wants and needs, harmonizing that with the wants and needs of our family. Sometimes it's also the wants and needs that Hashem ha wants from us or, you know, the demands there. And that instead of seeking harmony for a lot of us, we lean into guilt, guilt or negativity where, or worry, where we begin to almost create consequences for ourselves and restrictions for ourselves rather than really learning how to harmonize. And for a lot of us, we didn't know or we don't know that that is an ability or that is available to us, that harmony is available to us rather than guilt. Um, guilt weighs very heavy in the body. So we're going to just take a moment to just acknowledge on your own, like everybody has their own way of experiencing something. We're going to, we're going to be going into balance and meaning and grounding ourselves into more of a positive experience. But to go there, we're going to start with the opposing, right? We're going to, we're going to start with the opposing of where we gravitate towards what is our default setting. Um, so I want you to just, and for everybody, it's a little different. So I want you to take a moment and we're observing it more than we're going through it. So when we're doing it in this kind of setting, what's happening is, is that we're observing it. It's not happening to us. So it's not as, I guess, threatening or overwhelming because we're not in a situation itself. So we're going to just kind of look at a situation and then look at our options for the next time something comes up or the thought or the action. So I want you to think about in your daily life, if there's something consistent that you feel really guilty about, really frustrated with, really worried about, something that feels almost like a shortcoming, like I can't do this and this. <laughs> I, I can't, I just can't, you know? Um, or 
I'm overwhelmed. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough energy. What is that thing for you? And I want you to notice where in your body you feel it. Where does your mind go? Does your mind completely escape? Do you feel a little bit more tension in your body? Are the thoughts that come up fast, repetitive? Do you blink out? Just notice what, what it is that comes up. Whatever that is, is usually a learned behavior. And a disclaimer as we move through this, that when we're talking about our lives in general, there's always, we're always exactly where Hashem wants us to be. So always having that thought in mind that if we didn't manage to do what we thought we need to do in a day, or if we don't feel strong enough or smart enough or whatever the thoughts, geschickt enough, whatever you feel, if you're not feeling enough of something, trusting that that wasn't meant for today. And on a new day, we can try again. But by bringing awareness to the components, what we'll be able to do is harmonize them rather than manifest like that negativity or the frustration or the guilt, and then it, it kind of just depletes our energy. So the first thing about harmony in general and awareness is there is movement, right? So that's the first thing. There has to be a substance that moves, right? So when we talk about emotion, it's motion, it's movement. The reason that a lot of us get stuck in that loop of emotion is because we're not really sure what to do when we experience this movement. We don't know how to direct it. So we go into something we know or something that we've been taught so I think in the summer we were working on like what is your soothing mechanism, right? So knowing our soothing mechanisms can really help um, adjust or create safety. But for this purpose, for, for today's class, we're just going to talk about the movement in general. And because we're doing emotional alignment, we're just going to focus on more of that emotional space. So it begins with a movement, right? So there's an emotion. And a lot of times there's a conflicting emotion, right? So we'll take something really simple. I want to clean the house, but I want to go to bed. Really simple. How do I, so then we have our lists of what is motivating us, right? So it depends on what has more movement, right? So sometimes there's a lot more movement motivated on the cleaning the house side, even though we're really, really tired. And sometimes 
we have enough strength to listen to our body and say, this will wait for tomorrow. The rest for my body is very important. Now, depending on what those things are motivated by, right? So there's a motivation behind each one, depending on how much we've invested in each one. So if there's a lot of investment in organizing the home, you might automatically by default, because that's a pattern that's been built, decide to, let's say, neglect sleep and make sure everything looks and feels perfect before you go to bed. And then if you've taken the time to create more self-care in your life, you might prioritize and say, my sleep is important. I'll just get up a little bit earlier. The earlier hours might give me, I might have more energy then. Now, there isn't one that's better than the other in the sense that it's just that for most of us, we end up neglecting the self-care. We lean in towards the aesthetic, the external world, because the external is, we live in a very physical world and we haven't been taught enough about prioritizing our emotions. And it's not that the last generation hasn't prioritized their emotions. It's just that the world began to move at such a fast pace that what we're produ producing, the amount that we're producing is taking up a lot more time, energy, and space. So for example, if you think about fashion, it used to be that winter came, you had three or four shirts in your closet. There wasn't much thought that went into what you're going to wear today. It was very basic. It didn't take up so much emotional and physical energy. You wore what you had. The difference now is they say we went from having four seasons to having 52, which is they're constantly bringing out new clothing, right? So to the, to the point, and again, this is an extreme, where some people won't wear something more than once. Now, if that's the case, when we think about time and energy, it's depleting. It's taking up a lot of time and energy. It's taking up a lot of resources. The more we're buying, the more we're purchasing, the more time has to be invested in making the money and make, and, and then the part that we're trying to create is the harmony, the organization. So it's great to have a lot of stuff, but a lot of stuff takes a lot of organization. So it says Marba Nafas and Marba Daga, right? So the more stuff we have, the more worry. That's literally the exact translation, the more worry we'll have because it will take up space. So it's understanding that it's not, that this is not a new problem, but this is something that this generation has to adjust to because of where we're at. 
So what we try to do is slow down and create balance. So <coughs> in, in our build of balance and harmony, you have the movement, which is when we're talking about emotion, but this works in the physical sense as well. You have, it starts with the movement. Then we have to take the movement that we have and create balance. So the first thing that has to happen after we are able to identify the movement. So in our day, we have to acknowledge if we're able to take this time out of the day to meditate, to just organize the day, prepare for the day, we're able to take the tasks that we have, possibly make a list, this is physically or emotionally, and then balance it out. Say, how much time does each one need? How much energy does each one need? Right? So you have movement and then balance. From balance, only once you have created balance, you can gravitate towards meaning. You can give the balance meaning. The meaning in itself is, it stems from the space of thought, from intellect. Because meaning without implementation has no meaning. So meaning is where the action component comes in. Of once we've organized the day, we can go into the day and work through the day, right? So if we were making a list, it's saying, I have five tasks to do, right? I have to go to work. I have to make dinner. I have to wash laundry, whatever those things are. I have to put in some time for self-care. You know, take time to go out for a walk. Make yourself something healthy to eat. Where does that fit into the day? For a lot of us, we go into our day just winging it, right? We just wing it. But what we have to do is really take the time. And again, the way we can do this, there's there's things in our day we can't predict. There's always things in our day that we can't predict. And then again, and then there's the siyata dishmaya. We can, we can do everything right and not get where we want to get to because that's not where our creator wants us to go today, right? Because if the siyata dishmaya is different from the day, in the day, right? So, you know, even if it's making money or feeling good, right? We could, if, if our goal is to really feel healthy today, we can put in all the steps, but if Hashem decides to add something into our day that might create a sense of imbalance or create a headache or a sense of feeling lethargic or overwhelmed, just trusting that and relaxing into ourselves rather than feeling that guilt, understand and acknowledge that it's there and then create balance in the day saying, this is a new component in the day, right? So back to the concept of the sleeping or cleaning the house. If you're in a space where you have a headache and you have a choice of either going to rest or cleaning the house, it's really acknowledging that there's this component there that you didn't plan for, right? And obviously this is also with us making responsible choices, so if we're eating healthy, we're taking care of our emotional health, 
things show up, things do show up, but it's making sure that we prioritize when these things happen, creating harmony, not trying to work through the pain, right? Because then we're out of balance and we're out of harmony, which is going to build on trauma. It's going to create, it's going to create more consequences in the long run. So in that case, you would take the time, a suggestion would be to, to, to turn in early and, and understand that Hashem has put us in a place where we're like, this is the component that showed up. A kid doesn't feel well. Um, whatever it is, understanding what our priorities are. So when we're creating balance, it's very, very important to understand what our priorities are, especially as women, right? For a lot of us, we're like, I have to make money. I have to make supper. I have to take care of the kids. There's all there's a long, long list of what happened, of what it is. When we're able to really isolate, okay, out of all those things, what's the most important thing, right? So for me personally, one of my values is being able to really be in my kid's life and really be a support. It's, it's a desire of mine. It's a passion of mine. And I understand that when I allocate the time and the energy and the resources to do that, other areas in my life will suffer. But the thing that I say is I, I, I turn to Hashem and I say, he's a shutaf in everything we do. Sorry. Hashem's a shutaf in everything we do. And hold on. This guy is. It's a little kvetchy. There we go. Um, here. <laughs> yeah. um, and I say to him, you gave me these beautiful kids. I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to do my best to physically do what I can. And if it's financially that I'm not able to invest enough time in, um, enough time in my work or financially or in the home, I say to Hashem, send me the right shalichim, send me the right help and support. I'm going to do what I can do. And I'm going to, I'm going to allow you to do what you do. And that's me creating the harmony in that space. So back to the balance, right? The balance is being able to understand when you have this list of things to do, really taking the time to prioritize as well. And then connecting the meaning. What does meaning to you? Where does the intellect, where do you build in the intellect? Where do you, where do you implement? Because meaning without implementation is no meaning. And for a lot of people will struggle with this feeling of emptiness. Like people are so busy and they feel so empty or they have so much money and they don't feel satisfied enough. Or you have a house full of kids. You have all the love in the world in your home and you still feel a sense of lack. So it's taking the time to understand what the priority is, right? What the priority is. And then, and then that will help shift some of the awareness. So just going to go over that a second. 
this guy's very cute here, but sorry that we, uh, yeah. So understanding that there's movement, emotional movement, which is the emotion. Then there is taking that and learning how to balance it out, which is creating the harmony, right? So understanding how to balance, right? Structuring, preparing our day. And then the meaning part. So when we're adding meaning and balance, it's it's where we create really the harmony. So movement, balance, and then meaning. And tomorrow we'll build on we'll build on on this. So thank you so much for joining today. I hope that was clear. Um, and we'll open it up for questions. If anyone has any questions or anything, any thoughts or anything they want to share, feel free to um, unmute. Thank you, Esther. It was beautiful. My pleasure. Thank you for joining. Oh my gosh, are you holding your baby? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Muzzle tub again. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I I I just like what what hit me is the last thing you said. I'm okay. like, you could have a house full of love. And you could be or you could be running after money, or people could have all the money in the world and still be. And I don't know, I feel that so strongly. So in those situations, what could be off balance that would that would be causing me to feel anxiety when, when like meaning, is it always internal rather than external? Like sometimes I feel like, oh, finally my house is quiet and calm and I can breathe and I can feel the sense of balance. But it's not going to always, everything's not going to always be aligned externally. Right. So, so the, yeah. So the thing is that a lot of times there's a lot going, like for all of us, there's always a lot going on. So it's just acknowledging that. So the first thing is, is when we're trying, we have to first locate all the movement. That's what I, that's why I talk about the movement. Right. Notice how much movement's happening within yourself, right? So for so many of us, there's just so much of it that it almost, turns into chaos, right? So it's noticing what those things are and literally making a list, like make a list of just go through a day and, and you can go through like a past day, which makes it easier. Literally make a list of all the things that happened that day, starting in the morning. Like you woke up, what was the first thing you did? Did you open up your phone? Did you have a conversation or did you take some quiet time for yourself? Did you put on something comfortable or did you make yourself really uncomfortable? You know what I mean? Did you have a cold drink rather than a hot drink? Like, what was it? What are the conversations you had? And notice then also document your energy as you move through those tasks. I spoke to this person. Did it distract me from the rest of my day? Um, did I organize my day? You know, does everything in my house have a place or are there things that I'm physically or emotionally tripping over, you know, am I holding on to things that are unnecessary? And this could be, this could even be in friendships for a lot of us, you know, we'll, we'll even have these friendships or these, you know, partnerships that are hopes and dreams. Like for me 
for example, when it comes to like social media, it was just like, I was doing social media for work and sharing and I still am, but I, I started to kind of debate like is I'm on it for quite a bit of time investing so much, but it's, I'm not getting anything out of it in the sense that I thought that there would be some kind of return. And I noticed that there wasn't um, doing everything right. You know what I mean? And so I had to start to limit and be like, okay, this isn't a relationship I would like to invest so much time and energy into anymore. And this could be with any kind of friend. There's always like a hope or a dream or a value that we think uh, a relationship gives us, right? So sometimes it's a status. Sometimes it's feeling good about ourselves. Whatever it is that's feeding into that relationship, right? Into Because it's really about ourselves. It's taking that time to notice. Does does this person really support me or is this person really wasting my time? Um, I heard somebody say that, yeah, you can have all the right components in your life, but if you don't have quality friends or quality friendships, we'll just say, because usually everybody's a quality person. It just depends on the, again, the harmonizing, the balance of you and them, right? So just noticing what those things are. One second. He's like, yeah, so it's noticing what those things are and how they how how they navigate together. So it's it's really, you know, when we're taking that time to first tap into what that motion is, and you might not get it right the first day, but this is like life's work of taking that time to tap in, start making notes. This is productive for me, this isn't. And as new things come in and new things go out, you know, old things go out you'll begin to, you know, back to interior design, knowing that everything has to have a place, right? And just noticing what that place is. Aw. It might be my time to go. But um, yeah, so so that's basically, I think that that's a good, we're going to be building on it. I had a lot more that I wanted to share today, but it just, I think it's, we're, we're going to kind of really get into the details of, of balance. But I think that that's, I think, I think we can leave it there today. Just take the time to begin to organize, like, you know, just start writing things down and you'll begin to notice and not like, you don't have to go to the extreme of, oh, this is bad for me. Right. Cause the first thing we do is we kind of go into the space of, you know, negative. And it just could be like, this isn't serving me right now. Or if I'm working on this, you know, I, I hear a lot of people kind of the way they justify things is by creating a negative experience. So rather, rather than going to the experience, the, the negativity of it, of leaning into the negativity, taking the responsibility on your, from your own self and being like, this isn't serving me right now. Um, and that kind of really, really helps. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think we can leave it there if that works. And uh, we'll build on it tomorrow. Thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. Have a wonderful day and uh, to be continued. See you tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks for joining.